Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. There will be no baseball when we expected it or wanted it. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. I got Jake sitting here looking pretty. Trevor in California. I don't know if it's going to go loud or quiet on us. It was just, okay, it was very loud during that. And BBD in the corner. Thanks for tuning in, hanging out with us. Uh, Sometimes the new studio, we should have the new crew here that's going to make the studio better. So give us like two more weeks and then we're ready to go. Just in time for opening day. Psych. No opening day. The first two series, which in and of itself pissed me off. Jake, how are you doing? Jimmy, Trevor, David. Um, new tech guy that's here working on some stuff. Appreciate him. He's with Zach. Dan, I believe. Like Dan mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, don't like Rob. Hey guys, I'm, uh, I'm doing all right. You won't, uh, lots of highs and lows, lots of highs and lows. Um, you know, it's pretty glum this morning in my disco ball shirt, which is a tough, it's a tough look on the subway. I'll be completely honest with you. You see a sad guy on the subway. They thought you were on your way home. 1030 AM in New York city. Yeah. They, they figured I was on the way down. And in a mm-hmm. way, I was. Um, so, it's well-dressed Wednesday. There's no baseball. It, uh, I don't know. I, I think we were kind of numb and expected it as yesterday started rolling. As you started seeing who was reporting and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, this morning, it was like, it was like a tough wake-up morning for Poppy. Um, and it, it was for a lot of baseball fans. So, whatever. Bino tournament tonight. I'm going to retain my belt. That's all I fucking care about these days. Trevor, how's fucking California? So spicy. Cali. Well, if Manfred can laugh when baseball's dying, I can laugh when baseball's dying too, and so can everyone out there. I think we all just deserve a big old belly laugh today. It's hard to do it, though. I'm, I'm upset. I think the biggest, the only real loser here is the fans. Uh, that's kind of the bottom line here. Um, that's the tone I get on the web, on social media. A lot of people call them baseball whack in mid. Mm. That's Mm. not what you want (laughs) for your sport. So I don't know where we go from here, dude. I really Mm -hmm. don't. We're going to talk about it, I guess. Try to get some of our feelings out today. We'll be in the chat, seeing how you guys are feeling. Uh, but it's definitely, you know, it's a somber day. It sucks, man. It's real bad. James, what do you think? Well, to sum it up for anyone that, tuned out it hasn't been invested this and is coming to us to kind of understand like all of it like maybe there's people that just heard what why they're coming here um i'm not gonna go that far back they're fighting over uh the share the players get because as as revenue jumps up and jumps up and jumps up the amount the players get has stayed the same stay the same stay the same stay the same that's the crux of the decisions here and um they're manipulating the owners and the MLB self-admittedly uh, has been manipulating the rules set in place about uh, young players and, and how to manipulate so they don't have to pay them um, what they should be getting paid. And they admitted to that in these negotiations. As far as the, the end here, there was 40 days of silence once MLB instituted the lockout, which they didn't have to institute. It was a fake deadline as a fake thing that didn't need to happen. But, you know, led to a lot of big signings and trades and we got a flurry and that was cool. And then they instituted the lockout. They didn't have to do that at all. Um, They did as a bargaining chip. Then they set their deadline as whatever yesterday. Well, it was originally the 28th midnight. And that led to a spurry of meetings, 12 meetings, Dan Halen walking back and forth, back and forth. And we said on this show and like anyone else in the business knew well, they're just going to extend that deadline. And then 
There's going to be no deal, and they're going to try and pin it on the players. Like, we we extended the deadline, and they did exactly that. That's how transparent they are. They're still trying to play the public. Like, it's 1994, and social media doesn't exist. And in 1994, they fully had the public side was with the owners. They won the narrative uh, from everything I've read and talked to people about it. And then, the like, a federal court had to get involved after the strike and totally ruled in favor of the players and shut down the owners. And the owners had to pay, I think. So anyway, they can't win the media now. They're trying really hard, but social media exists and the players have voices and it's, it's, it's not going to happen, but they, Manfred's press conference still steps up to the podium and says shit where it's like, Hey, do you guys just not use social media? Like, do you not know that we know, like you're just lying to everyone. Manfred's press conferences make my blood boil. I couldn't, like, I can't watch those anymore. You did send that text last night. You said, my blood is boiling. Because I want to tweet it, but I don't want to just, like, come off like, fuck. And then, like, part of it is, like, actual, like, sadness for, like, myself or, like, baseball fans. Like, it's, part of it is, like, mad at Manfred and the owners and then, and then like, uh, good for the players for, for actually, like, being uh, galvanized and together, even though they took a ridiculous photo um, showcasing that. But... As far as like, God, this sucks. <laughs> like, I, like spring training is the it is the time of optimism. Fucking, you know, Diamondbacks fans are gonna believe for some reason. The fuck. Yeah, it's shots fired. We're going to hang out with the Diamondbacks in like next week, so I'll use it. The Pirates fans, shout out, oh. Coach Tuck. Uh, we're gonna like believe O'Neill Cruz for like this year for like three weeks of spring. They were gonna be like, we can let's. And instead of the land of eternal optimism, we get like just despair. And the other thing, and then I'll stop talking, let you guys talk, is I agree with you, Trev. One of the main feelings is embarrassment for the sport and for MLB. Because trying to win fans here, it's already a fighting battle according to other fans. Like baseball fans love the sport, but... You know, if you're not a baseball fan, it's just easy to shit on. And they've built that narrative for years. Too slow. The commit fucking Manfred spread that message. Blah, 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 blah. And, and then it's just like such like, okay, well, now everyone's going to make the easiest jokes. And everyone's going to talk about how baseball just sucks and is killing itself. And it's like, we had such a good season promoting the young, fun guys. And we have storylines and like awesomeness around it. And most like, dude, Manfred represents MLB. It's embarrassing pains me it's it's already happening too like i think when you're talking about players like kind of winning the pr battle maybe with baseball fans like maybe you know the reporters have kind of been all over the owners and yeah the players have their own social media to post what they want but if you're just talking sports fans like they don't care for either side and i'm not saying clearly you guys know where my allegiances lie what i think of of the CBA negotiations. I'm just saying that I was on Twitterverse last night reading stuff under, you know, just random um, tweets. And if there was casual sports fans out there, it was baseball's whack. It's mid. It's, it's, you know, all these things that you just don't want to hear about your sport. And I think that's baseball lost the PR game as a whole when you're talking just sports fans. Like it's it's just a bad, bad look right now. Love. Love that you were reading the TikTok comments yesterday. I was uh, in it. I know. You're you're in it, dude. You're you know all the dances and everything. Uh someone in the chat just said Jake looks like my soul right now. Just a sad person in a disco shirt, which I thought that's funny. Um yeah man, I I think Trev, that was a great point by you because I do think as Jimmy mentioned, with social media and how much more people are on the pulse of it, and I guess that's more so in our baseball world, people are very much with the players. Uh, you know, there's any time you see a post about this topic and you get into the comments, you see a couple people, usually without their face attached in a fake name on their account, that say like, I don't know, these players make a lot of money, and everyone else, they get ratioed. Everyone else is like, you know, has kind of figured out what the B in billionaire stands for. Like, that's 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 big crazy money. Um, ah, Trev thought I was going to a dirty place with it or something. I was not. 
man, I went through uh, Uncle Rob's resume the other day and how he was a a labor lawyer, and that's how he got the gig, and he's been doing it since the 80s. And their negotiating style is from the 80s. Like, thinking that Bob Nightingale and John Heyman, think about that. If you live in the baseball world, we literally don't let ourselves talk about them during the regular season because they basically spread fake news. And yet, here they are getting the scoops last night saying good things are happening. Where do we think that was coming from? One, the players. It was not the players. All to set it up for yesterday, so we got that optimistic last night. We're negotiating our ass off. This is incredible. To yesterday, I mean, where the- we got a lot of connections at this point, where every player we talked to said it was never close. And that they weren't. Yeah, like all those reports by Bob and Heyman from people we talk to who, you know, I guess we're their source or whatever. So maybe we're same situation where they're getting it from the owners. We're getting right. the players. So I guess everything take it with a cup of tea. But they, they're telling us, no, we weren't. Like, they're just. And brother. Someone uh, told us they wanted to throw dirt on Heyman's shoes. Yeah. Uh, That's what someone told us. Brother Jeff Passan, who I know, you know. Trev and Jeff have their beef. Couple, couple guys with big dicks swinging. Um, brother Jeff, he was silent during that whole, that whole rowdy night where baseball was coming back. And as he was suddenly liking tweets, and then he came out with his final tweet, he's like, "I'll tell you something if there's something to report." And there was not. Um, and you know, hey, Jeff's been on here a bunch. So again, Trev, you say you know people know where you lie. You you played the game. I played the game. I've played blitzball. Um, Jeff Passan, you know, putting that article about there about Bobby Manfred didn't have to do that. I mean, like that's kind of putting your neck out there a little bit. Um, so fast forward, here we are. It stinks. Uh, they canceled the first two series. I'm sure that'll be it. No, man, MLB on that? MLB is going to be continuing to drag out a fake deadline to try to get the players to crack. And like one of you, one of you goof juices said, <laughs> the players are so united now. Like I, Trev, I know in, in a way, I almost can't ask you your opinion on that because it, the players are always united, united to the core. That's one of the first things you've always preached that. But I do think where Rob Manfred has reached and some of their negotiation tactics that I do feel are are like from the 80s. Like doctors go to conferences every year to learn the new doctor stuff. I don't think Uncle Rob's been going to the conferences to learning how to negotiate with new media. Like, I don't think he's taken that class yet. Well, they, they remember they told us, every, they were like, everybody loves the extra inning rule. And it's like, hey, some people might not mind it, but no one loves it. No one is tuning in. So, like, they just, they're, whenever they talk about what the public likes, it's like, what are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Baby, I don't know if you can get this on screen. I don't know if you guys saw this. That's being annoying. If you want to pull up the tweet, MLB bought spam bots on Twitter. Mm. Did you see that, Trev? Wait, what? Yeah, so MLB bought spam bots. Of course they did. On Twitter and um, had them spam replies to anyone talking about this, all of Passon's tweets, all of the reporters. So, like, there would be replies under Jeff Passon's tweets because MLB or someone on the owner's side or someone, I don't know who. Someone. Bu- no one knows who bought them, but spam bots were sent to attack Passon's tweets, other tweets, and you can see just... Um, the quote is this 100% on the players. The billionaire owners actually earned their wealth while the players are just looking for an excuse to not play a kid's game. And I mean, it's wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the comment they're putting out there. Well, but we, we don't, don't know. know we owners. don't know who's putting this out there, but we know that sounds like a joke almost like that's like kind of like the opposite yeah. of this well, could also be a 14 year old that. Yeah, okay. it's a lot a of joke. it's a lot. Right. It's 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 a lot of accounts for doing it. Um, which yeah, is wild. man, I don't know. I guess what I'd say is if you're sad out there, I know I was this morning. If you're sad out there and maybe you go try to have sex and your dick doesn't work. 
you should talk to Roman. Because mm. those things shouldn't necessarily correlate. Like, Well, there's World Series babies. BBD exists for a BBD reason. BBD is a World Series baby. So if you're, maybe you're sad. I mean, this happens to a lot of different men for different reasons. 52% of men ages 40 through 70. How old's Rob Manfred? Um, 52% of men between ages 40 and 70 will experience some form of ED. So, hey, maybe it can come from sadness, just general sadness about baseball. Um, and if it does, you should go to GetRoman.com slash talking. If you're prescribed from one of their medical professionals, you get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash talking. Speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction. $15 off your first month of treatment. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, do you want baseball or do you not want baseball? You want baseball. You want to have sex. You want your wieners to work. Get Roman. Yeah, and all right. So I'm we can try to. I don't know if mine's going to be full hundred percent today because I think some of my my blood has been boiled, like mm. James said earlier. I yeah. got to get that blood back. When you find out, back. can you tweet out and let us know? I'll let you know what um percentage wise what I'm working with today. Okay. Thank you, James. Go ahead. I don't want to like go piece by piece through. Manfred's uh, press conference because everything like and people have done it and it's yeah. terrible. But I mean, so they canceled the first two series, which I walked out of the office yesterday, and everyone in I walked out of our office, everyone in the main office here was watching it, and I asked like, "What did they say?" And, like the first two series, which is so arbitrary and dumb and stupid, and the only reason that they're doing that is so that if they cancel more, they get to pin it on the players again. It's just another arbitrary bullshit line in the sand that then they get to blame on the players. So stop doing that. Just say, you know, it looks like we're not going to get games on time. We'll let you know when we come to an agreement. And then, and then all the reports were that MLB sent over their best offer, best and final offer. And Manfred said, we never use the words best and final offer, but it was our best offer before the deadline. Well, shut the fuck up, man. That's the same thing. And you made the deadline. If it was close, then you could have just kept going. Like the MLBPA got on their mic um, and said, we're, we're here. We, could, we would still be negotiating. I think Clark said that. Like, we're ready to continue the conversation. Yeah, why did they have to leave? That's, a, that's an excellent question. Why? After these days... And Manfred said tired? they can't make up those two series because of interleague play and it's too hard and that they're uh, interleague play and it's too hard and that uh, and that um, the players will not be paid for those games that were missed. Dude, off days exist. It's six games. The Yankees probably have six rainouts a year. Like, push the season back a little bit. Mess with some off days. Do some more seven-inning doubleheaders that you love so much. Absolutely. You do not have to not make up those games. It's just another bargaining trip chip to tell the players, and you're not getting paid for these. And the players are saying, well, if you're not paying us for the games that are being missed, then we are not doing extended, uh, expanded playoffs this season at all. So that's where, that's where we stand. It, it, it's tough. Ross Stripling um, put out a really good quote, kind of um, summarizing what happened there at that last and final offer. Um, I gotten this from a bunch of other people that I talked to too. Uh, they just tried to throw in a bunch of stuff there at the end, you know, pushing up, pushing uh, the players to the artificial deadline and saying, here you go, sign this or else it's going to seem like you guys uh, stopped the baseball from happening. Um, what I heard was international draft got added back into the mix qualifying offer got it back added back into the mix and a bunch of other just you know fine print that you need time to go through if, if it's changed you can't just add all this new stuff and then expect to give a three or four hour window to go through it all that's just not how it works like and again i think the biggest thing that people just need to re remember is that they should have been negotiating last year like this should not have been nine days in fucking Jupiter. How about that for a freaking title of a movie? That's a shitty movie. 
nine days nine in Jupiter. Days in Jupiter. That's what we're doing. This is I the, like this is it the, if it takes place not on it's not sci-fi like it takes place on actual Jupiter. It's actually a grounded re, real drama of a family Jupiter just made in, ga- in made of Jupiter. gas though. Maybe they're doing uh, you know they're like sitting Shiva for 9 days in Jupiter. Maybe. But look dude, this is a billion dollar industry that you need to uh, have an agreement every 5 years. I think like Nine days is probably not the time frame you want to do that in when you get five years. So I don't understand this. Like, that's the thing that always comes back to me is like, why did MLB institute a lockout and then wait so long to start these negotiations and then set a deadline that was their own making? Like, it's all stanking. Mm. And when it's stanking, it's stanky. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, again, I think Uncle Bob's negotiating style is literally from the mid 1980s. Okay, so you're you you guys have the 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 more money, and you guys are the owners. Okay, so you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna wait him out. Let's not talk to him. Let's not talk to him at all. And then they're gonna be so nervous at the end that they're gonna sign anything we want, fellas. We ride. Go walking, Dan Halem. Fuzzy. Our guy, we love Fuzzy. He tweeted uh, this out. I'm like, I'm, me and Fuzzy are beefing right now. Okay, so you know. Trev and Fuzzy are beefing. Update, yep. reported. Well, Ian, reported by John Boy Media's Ian Happ. Fuzzy tweeted this out first, and he clipped it, and I showed our, our social team, and they I have it queued up, the were mind-blown. So, video. yeah, if, if, if you want to let that rip. Yeah, I was about to do that next. Uh, Look at that. Birds of a feather. Manfred gets asked, hey, why did you guys wait to start negotiating so long? Why'd you take 40 days off before you even started? Which, by the way, doesn't, hey Rob, understanding the death- doesn't take in the fact that they could have been doing this for the past year. Three two years, years. Two years, yeah. Five years. Hey, Rob, understanding that deadlines create urgency, you <clears throat> locked out the players to jumpstart the negotiations. It feels like real bargaining went on just in the last 24 to 36 hours. I'm sure people are wondering why not over the last three three months or even longer to get to a point where you're not necessarily canceling games because there's some momentum here. Yeah, I think the, the best answer to that question is the last 10 days. We've been here, ready to bargain, full committees, owners, players for 10 days, and it got going two days before the deadline. I, you know, that's the best. So he spun it on the players. I mean, like, like let's really break down what just happened there. The, the, the guy says, you instituted a lockout. Sorry, I don't know that reporter's name, but the reporter asked, you instituted a lockout to speed up negotiations. Why did you sit silent for 40 days? And then, it, and then it started at the end. His response is, well, we've been here for the last 10 days, but the players wouldn't engage with us, engage with us for the last two. Well, if you're... So he's admitting that they've been there the last 10 days. So 10 days out of the last 40, he's admitting but he's trying to spin it so like we were here for 10 days and the players didn't start to the last two, which who knows if that's true. Um, like everything is just a spin. And he did, and in it, he's admitting, yes, we just took the first 30 days off. But we got here. And then they slowed us down. Mm. It's like the classic, you're waiting uh, by the garage to leave for my dad. And he's running around looking for his keys. And then finally, he gets his keys. He goes, you ready to go? And it's like, dude, I've been ready, Dad. You're the one searching for your keys. Figure out a better system. Not lose them all the time. You got a Roman ad again? No, that's, hey. Ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Look. They also put in their statement that they worked a seven uh, all these days, including a 17-hour day at the yard. It's like, listen, guys, this is your job, your J-O-B. The work, it's not extra work. It's just the work. <laughs> Go do the work. I don't care how long it takes. It's your job to get it fucking done. And by That's the what way, your job is to put baseball on the freaking field so people can go watch it. Like we're and you saying, waited. What's the expression? God, I suck at expressions. The eleventh hour on Jupiter. The eleventh hour on Jupiter. Burn your feet, yo. 
Burn Your Feet on the 11th Hour in Jupiter is the title of my biography. Anyways, listen. I can't. I don't know, man. They didn't have to I'm work. just upset. They didn't have to work 17 hours if they had. <laughs> if you spread that out even over the 10 days, we would have had like eight hour work days. <laughs> so like, yeah. it's uh, it's like pathetic stuff. It, it really is. They think. We killed Zach recording TPPs. Do you think we Zach care? Once. We kept going. We killed Zach once. We just threw him in the back of the RV and said like, buckle up, kid. Zach's first week on the job. <laughs> just dead. Filming all day, editing a vlog on a moving RV all day, all <laughs> night. And then we went to Fenway. He's a Yankees fan. The Fenway tour stunk. Mini Fenway. Mini mini Fenway. And uh, Zach decided Wait, to... That was, that was Zach's first week? Yeah. He's, yeah. He, he started the job. And <laughs> BBD also started the job. BBD. But BBD had been doing a lot with us before. But that was Zach's first... That's what I'm saying. You were doing stuff. That was Zach's like first day with John Boy Media. He flew to Florida yeah. with us on the RV. I remember when Big Baby David came, I was like, man, who's this jabroni? Like, I like Zach. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. But then we now obviously just lovers put Rowan back on the screen. I think Zach died and we just recorded a bunch of PPPs outside the RV while he was. Well, sleeping. he's dead. What should we do? <laughs> Let's work. Yeah. Hey, did we put out a press release talking about how much we worked? I don't think so. The good news. We didn't. We got the job done at least. This motherfucker didn't even get the job done. Yep. He's talking about how much he worked. You didn't even finish the job. Don't tell me that you've worked so hard. The job's not mm -hmm. done. Did any players ask you for our secret player voicemail hotline number? No. <laughs> oh. Hey, we're go. We're so so. We are going to Arizona. It's not a spring training trip anymore. It's just a John Boy Media Arizona trip. Uh, next Wednesday. The, this time next week, we will be recording live. Are we doing it Thursday? Thursday, Thursday is when we, we travel. Oh, yeah, 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 Thursday. Um, so we'll be hanging out with some players and doing some stuff. Hopefully uh, hopefully a couple guys aren't too scared to step into the, the box against Jake and I in Blitzball. Mm. If any owners want to come, you can come too. Yeah, that's yeah, true. it's true. It's We're very welcome. true. Umpires, Dale Scott. Oof. I gotta, we got to, uh, you know, we'll filter the umpires. Some of them might not be allowed. Randy and Jim Wolf, the Wolf There brothers. he go. Saw Randy getting a Chicago deep dish pizza yesterday in our neighborhood. <laughs> you don't know. Just reporting on his deliveries. You don't know how much lead yeah. that puts in my pencil. <laughs> I told him, I said, bro, you're retired. And I can't be eating shit like that. And he said, uh, he flexed his muscles that are much bigger than mine. And he says he doesn't give a shit what he eats. So it's badass. Hell yes. He's bad. He is kind of a badass. It's awesome. We'll just, we'll do Blitzball battle too, Trev. Make sure we get a bunch of players, you know, just be MLB players only. Start the league. Trev, I know you had uh, your feelers out there a little bit last night. And I know we, you know, we don't want to talk individual players too, too much because they're, you know, we respect, we respect them and their, their privacy a little bit. And speaking of respecting your privates, Manscaped. Yeah. I'm talking about shaving down there. I mean, if you went through that room yesterday... And you checked out the players. I think you'd see a lot of tight work down there. Mm. A lot of manscaped guys. One braid. One braid. Not on Scherzer. He not on Scherzer. We all thought it. We all thought it. Scherzer? No. That one. Uh, you can't even find his wiener and all that hair. That one. Uh, that one post that came out about Scherzer that was like, some say Max Scherzer's negotiating tactics were too intense or something like that. It's oh. Like, oh. I am shocked. The guy that motherfucks everyone um, on the mound nonstop? And maybe that's how he treats his downstairs, too. Maybe it's locked up down there. Maybe it's dialed in. I would assume that he has a landing strip, kind of like the reverse Arizona Diamondbacks field. Um, and depending what you're doing to your downstairs mix-up, I would go get Manscaped. Use code TALKIN. You can get 20% off and free shipping with code TALKIN at Manscaped. Dot com And by the way, they give you everything now. There's lip balm in there. The lip yeah. balm is popular at the company. Uh, John is slowly switching to only wearing their boxers. Uh, there's some cologne. I look like a guy that wears a lot of cologne. 
I look like a guy that doesn't shower, but he wears a lot of cologne. Jimmy's giving himself a front wedgie right now to show off his Manscaped boxers. That's how much we like Manscaped. Go check them out. 20% off and free shipping with, with code talking. Uh, we all shave our biscuits with them. Jake, what is this? What is the Manscaped logo? I'm looking at it's It's a ball sack, I think. Um, yeah, it's testicles like like a like a it's I, art it's ha- like a halo testicle angel wings balls combo like remember when art. i sent you that picture from the the met that was some phallic art and you were like oh those look kind of like wieners oh yeah <laughs> that's it's the friends of the wiener is in the manscaped logo olivia won't let me talk about our love making anymore she gets really upset so i'm not gonna say mm. anything about well it. let's get some final stuff out there and we won't <laughs> talk about it anymore <laughs> <laughs> if trev's happy trev what'd you uh what'd you hear from around the league just you know guys are not happy that they're gonna be missing games okay that's the bottom line they want to play i think that's the f- one common thing every single person said was we want to play Oh, we're going to do it. Here we go. Tidbits, huh? We're back. <laughs> We're back. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Just waiting it out. I mean, look. We, we they're saying the same things that we were already told the audience. Uh, it was a stall tactic, stall tactic, stall tactic, an attempt for the players to accept some kind of shit deal at the end. And you know, I think after last CBA. Uh, that I was a part of, like that we're really cautious of what is put in every single word, because as we've seen, all those words can be manipulated into many different, you know, versions. So if you come at the end there and put a bunch of different language in different fine print, adding stuff in, it's like, you know, it's just not, it's not going to happen. We're ready for that. That's, that's what I kept hearing was, we were ready for them to do that. We knew it was going to happen. And another thing was, and a lot of guys said, hey, can you emphasize this for us? And it's the part about the expanded playoffs. If we, if the players, you know, don't get a full 162 in and MLB says, we're also going to prorate your salaries, then the players say, well, expanded playoffs are off the table. And that's not good. I mean, we know that the, MLB, not the MLB, we know that MLB can miss 25 games without having to give back any money to the regional sports networks. That's that's what I've been reading. Have you guys seen that? I've heard some different <clears throat> stuff about that, yeah. Okay. Well, it seems like that would probably be their plan to try to do that before they have to give any money back, and then they're hoping for expanded playoffs to recoup that money, and then it's just a win-win for them. So the mood is dire. Mm. And I hate it, man. I hate it because we do, we have such a beautiful game and a lot of beautiful young talent out there and we can grow this game internationally. And there's been a lot of talk about why aren't MLB players popular? We don't know anybody. Look at other Instagram followings, their social media stuff. Well, it's, you know, NFL has fantasy football and NBA is international like a mofo. Baseball is international to a certain extent. But we don't got China, we don't got India, and those are massive, massive markets. Um, I don't know. It's sad. Everything's sad. I'm crying. Do you think of. the sentiment, those late ads that Ross Stripling talked about, uh, you know, that be- that best, not best and final, but best offer before the deadline, as Manfred just uh, corrected everyone to say, the changes they made, putting things in at the very end that they hadn't even been discussed, do you think, and if you polled players, do you think the thought is that they are trying to sneak them in there and players say, you just out of exhaustion and decision fatigue, say, fuck it, we'll sign this? Or the owners are sneaking them in there to make sure it doesn't get signed 
they do miss the days that they want to miss in order to still make enough money as they can while getting what they want. Uh, both. If you win, win for the owners there, it's a win, win. Exactly. It's a win, win. So, um, I don't know. I have to like word this the right way. There's always going to be in the back of your mind as a current player, the thought like, Hey man, I'm giving them money right now. And I think owners are going to try to exploit that as much as they can divide and conquer, baby. That's probably why the international draft was in there. The work from last time, let's just throw it in again. Let's divide the players. You know, let's put something in that only applies to half of them. And see what happens. Let's let's make these guys, these guys at the front here, talking all this smack about they're dug in. Well, let's let's have them miss out on all their money in their small window, and let's try to divide them. You know, I think players right now are really galvanized. We've used that word way too much. I hate. I don't even really like that word. Not in the context that we're using it. At least, I mean, give me some steel or something, right? I like galvanization. I like when the you know a bench is clearing brawl and they say it's going to galvanize the clubhouse. I'm in on that. It brings me back to my electrical supplies and distribution day because we used to s- sell different types of EMT and it'd be emt galvanized. That was the heavy stuff, so that sucked. Really, yeah, you want that? That sucked to carry if I had to. Um, I'm getting galvanized gopher wire. Some some four inch galvanized used to be a little bit of a wiener joke in the industry, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so glad to welcome you guys into that. Trev, do you have this for the players as more of the Battle of Helms Deep or the Battle of Minas Tirith? Oh, that's a good question right there. Thank you. Journalism. I don't really think it's a battle. Awesome. I think it's a I think it's a uh, war of attrition. You know, dig the trenches and hang out and see who box first. I think that's what that's what we're seeing happen in real time right now. And that's not good because I've said this a lot on this pod, man. Jerry Reinsdorf famously talking about how the owners should have sat out two years with the players, players understanding that, creating, you know, a war chest. It's not going to supplement salaries, but it's going to help them get by. And, 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 you know, nobody has health insurance right now. Nobody's got health insurance, but the PA is going to continue to do it. So I think that's what it is. I don't think it's either. I think it's a war of attrition. Bummer. Bummer. There's no Gandalf coming down the hill. Now, would you like if the PA replies? Because MLB is the only way to beat MLB at their game, in my opinion, which I obviously I'm not in the room. I don't know anything. Is MLB said, well, we sent the last offer, so the ball's in the union's hands. So the union should just act as if. If I was to send a proposal back right now, just send a proposal back right now. Activists, the deadline's as fake as the deadline was fake. And I wouldn't, if I was the union, I wouldn't like, you know, wait a week and just like let this sentiment sit. Just keep playing ball. They get back on the court. They said they're going to continue to negotiate. They're just leaving Florida. Yeah. The so we'll MLB see. said Manfred like made it seem like there, it was not that he was like, well, we got to cancel games because blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, no, I'll just keep negotiating for the next couple of days. So you don't have to, but they want Maybe th- the public to be mad at the players. So that's why MLB is canceling games. Pretty bad. public's just mad at baseball. I know. The entirety of baseball. So it's what's really that? stupid. Who's that helping? It's really dumb. I like opening day and I like spring training. Spring training is the best. No, I don't, I'm not going to get them, you know? Well, you'll get an opening day. They'll still do opening day stuff. Yeah, in parentheses... If they do, do only miss gonna, the f- uh, Sorry, go Do you Trev? think people are going to embrace baseball when it comes back? What's that? Do you think people will embrace baseball when it comes back? The, the I do. already diehard fans. It'll, it'll take to like the All-Star Game or Home Run Derby, I think, to try and get people that kind of forgot about it, that don't have a team, that aren't like in the minutia of fandom and to like, you know, look at this. You know, if it's it's uh, already not baseball's strength. That's not what baseball's Pete. good at. We just need beat Pete home run derby, and we'll have everyone back. Mm. 
Like, I, I think baseball gets more popular because it's so regional that if if your town, your city, if that team is having a big year, then it starts to pick up. A la the, what was it, the 2019 Padres? The Slam Diego Padres? What year was that? Like, you know, look at that town was... They were having rallies in the streets and stuff, and people were kind of making fun of them because they were like, oh, these Padres fans are celebrating nothing. Guess what? That was awesome for Padres fans. Their team was the coolest team in baseball. They were badasses. You did not want to play them. How about last year? Is anyone jealous of the Padres? No. So, like, baseball is still so local that if your city is feeling the juice, if you think your team might have the magic, look at Washington, D.C. in 2019. That city was going bonkers for their Nats. I mean, we didn't see that last year. Baby Shark. Because their team kind of wasn't dialed in last year. So I think that's where the winning side of this ties in, which is crazy how much of baseball and team ownership has gotten away from that. Um, But, yeah, I I think that is the one kind of corny thing around this. And my guy... Cowherd was actually on it last night, which is usually a good thing and a bad thing. But uh, baseball fans will come back. Like, it's if, if you told me the Yankee season starts May 1st, and I know now, like, our livelihoods are tied to it to a degree, you know, I still, I like throwing on the Yankees. 7 p.m., watching the Yankees. So do a lot of baseball fans. So, yeah, I mean, there's a trickle trickle effect of people coming back, some of the more casuals, but baseball's core fan base that has allowed us to be successful and that baseball has screwed the pooch on for the last two decades that has also allowed us to be successful, like, those people will be there because they love baseball. Baseball is fun. Everything that this is built on, so... Uh, <sighs> It's hard for me to just really go in right now. The um, people that are listening to this have listened to us talk about labor podcasts <laughs> for the past <laughs> few months. So yeah, I, mean, I think those people would still... Those people. Those but, people are still know, watching. I, I do think they're going to yeah. lose a lot of casual fans that just aren't into it. Well, unless the team is good in that market. One sentiment that's being tossed around, you know, I, I think on the owner side is that baseball needs drastic changes because the popularity is dying amongst the youth. And we know the average age of our fan um, is 57 years old. So that explains a lot of the social media disparity between leagues because I think the NBA is like 37 or something like that. It's a big difference right there. But the changes that need to happen to the game aren't necessarily game play. I, I really don't believe that. I don't think a pitch clock is going to mean anything. Throw the pitch clock in there. Who cares? All, the players don't care about that. Everyone that's in the minor leagues has already done that. Pitch clock is going to be unanimously good. Who cares? Because no one's going to really notice that it exists. You put it in the minor leagues. It gets, it gets grandfathered in. Those people are already playing at that speed, and it will help bring new it's people fine. into the game. So like, and, uh, I wasn't against any of the rule changes they tried to slip in really. I mean, people were hot on the owners anyway, but like pitch clock is one of those things. Like if you're fighting against that, you don't truly care. It's like fighting. It's a Facebook update. Like you don't truly care about this. It's going yeah, to pitch be clock fine. Is fine. No one has ever begged for the starting pitcher to go slower. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of why I like it. Cause I've seen a bunch of these human rain delays on the mound yeah no no uh, but uh the, the bigger bases what else is there bigger bases that's when I'd, I'd like to see the stats and stuff of what they did in the minor leagues and then like shift regulation which i'm i've been a, a, in favor of the thing that they tried to do was in slip those things in but also implement a new time frame where they could just kind of overrule anything it used to i, I believe and I might be mistaken here. I believe there needs to be um, a vote on these rule changes. And if there's a no to it, like say from the player side, the commissioner a year later can just unilaterally change the rule. So it doesn't really matter what you vote. It just takes a little bit more time. They tried to implement it in, down to 45 days. That's what I got. I don't know if I like that much control over the game going to one side because they could get silly with it at some point. But my main point here is if you want to engage younger fans, it's not the, the gameplay is not it. That's not what it needs to be. It needs to be you putting it in front of their face. 
like get it, get in all like get in with a bunch of these content creators, uh, get in with all the YouTube dudes, get in on all the video games, get in on Fortnite. you know, do your whatever Nickelodeon game like the NFL does, like figure stuff like that out, put it in front of their face. Like we used to get sports illustrated for kids or ESPN used to actually show baseball. They didn't even do that anymore. Like you have to just put it like show it to kids. It's a beautiful game. It's fun. There's a lot of awesome things that happen. But you just haven't done that. You've acted, you've acted too slowly because, James, you make this point all the time. You believe that you have your fans and that's it. Like you got to think about growing the games in these different ways now, and it's all about the youth. If you want to get the youth, then you've got to go get the youth. How, how in any way has MLB attacked the youth? I don't know, but my, my standpoint is just make them play baseball. Like they you, do, we, and by the way, they do. It's still is little league is huge. Yeah, everyone's playing little league, and just focus on that, and then make that fun and enjoyable, and and then they know the rules. And then when you you come home from work or you're done with college, and you need something to put on the TV every night at seven o'clock for six months, baseball's there for you, and you can dive in, and it's the best storyline around. You know, it's you're not gonna get a ten year old to watch a hundred and. 40 games. No, you just make sure you do that. There's, I, I was one of those kids. I watched Damn. every game, but I mean, that's just not just make kids like baseball. So when they're old and they're seeking out his fandom, they don't like, Oh, let's play the lane. Like, you oh. string them along or along the yeah. way. You have your college nights at the stadium. You get two tickets and a beer for 25 bucks, you know, Marketing mm. degree, Central Connecticut State. Does like, that sound great or what? Right now? Couple, love, couple I love oh, Trevor beers on the berm. Trevor Plouffe oh. in the stands at a baseball game. That's a real treat. That's my favorite Trevor Plouffe. Well, actually, I have another favorite Trevor Plouffe, but he's yeah, not you for do. the air. I know exactly he's what you're talking broadcast. about. He's, uh, he's for the Arizona trip in a week or two. So, um, Yeah. It's just, you know, I think about this all the time because I am coaching youth baseball now. You want to reach the kids. MLB should be what's, – what's the – James, you're a businessman. It's the uh, cost of customer acquisition. Like a loss leader? Yeah, sure. We are the Cost diamond of doing business? We're the Diamondbacks in my league, but we're not really the Diamondbacks. We just have the colors of the Diamondbacks. Why isn't every Pony League, Cal Ripken League, Little League team, get your team's logo in front of these kids? Because they charge them. Because they charge them. MLB should give it for free. That's what I'm saying. They Isn't that crazy, Trub? Think about that. And your, NBA look. takes all their highlights uh, and the big stuff, and they send them to big NBA creators and say, here you go, cut this up, have fun with it. And they consider it a loss leader, marketing, social media. MLB bans people and gets them in trouble, and they you just don't do, understand that at all. You could let these, t- these leagues just use your logo. You, they don't, you don't even have to pay for them. To have, don't, don't pay for the jerseys. Let the leagues take care of themselves, but let them license out your logo. And then each team, if you're the Diamondbacks, like we are, I should get a packet on the Diamondbacks about the team, about the players. Oh, that's cool. You should be like, hey, hey, Teddy, you're number 14. Number 14 on the Diamondbacks is on the team. And every it's, it just seems like there's a lot of easy stuff. Like, Sure is. I think... Uh... I think Trev's lawn service is starting to come in a little bit. Um, no, it's uh, and and yeah. we heard this from some of the players' side, and it's it's the weird thing about MLB being a big business, and I think some of its reputation of being outdated and and stuff like that is they they make such a big deal about getting their money and return on the front end and guaranteed and locked in that they don't kind of care about the long term. And that, that's what we're saying. Like, how simple of an idea does that seem to us? Like, let the Little League teams, kids learning the game, let them have access to whatever jerseys they want. There's Little League teams that don't do that because they try to save money. And they, they don't want to pay to wear a Yankee logo or a Red Sox logo and stuff like that. So it's uh, when, when you put something like that down, it just shows you, the long-term mindset has been so jacked up, uh, and now multiply that by when I was feeling sad today and mopey, 
mopey guy in a fucking disco shirt. <laughs> I, I, I thought about calling Jessen because I was such a fucking moper this morning and I just had nothing for her and it sucked. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine how the players truly feel and that's why, as we've talked about and Trev, you talk about and you know better than us, it's, you know, now's the waiting game where they, I, you know, 10, 20, 30 days. Two months, you know, however long this thing goes, you know, there's, there. I'm sure there will be guys on the player side that start to crack a little bit and say, let's sign something because I need to start getting paid. I need some money. Um, and that's got to be really difficult. That's got to be really difficult. But I also do believe galvanized, talk about that a lot, and, you know, the true leaders right now, like the symbol of the players right now is Max Scherzer. And boy, I want to cross that, dude. Um, you know, some of the other guys in that picture yesterday, I'd consider, but I'm not crossing Scherzer. You know who you look like? What do I look like, Trent? Eddie Escobar. You look like someone whose girlfriend left him for like an 80s hairband guy and was like, this goes over, you loser. <laughs> mm, no, I have a better one, and this <laughs> okay. is nice. Oh. I think you look like Tony Danza the night after. Or the, the morning, the morning after. after. The morning after, yeah. Yeah, your eyes are kind of like... Okay, oh. hold on. A Tony Danza look yeah. like the morning after. Tony Danza stunt man. Like... The night after a good party. Girl wakes set. up, you're there, and you're like, okay. wait, you're not Tony Danza. And then you have to scurry out of there because you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. I didn't tell her I was... I said, hey, I'm Tony Danza stunt man. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, I'm Tony Danza, look like guy. I want to do that. Hey, go ahead and smack that bear behind you. I've been pissed off that thing the entire show. Why don't you come smack this bear, daddy? <laughs> he said no sex talk. That's the episode, I believe. Scott Brocious, great player. Tonight. You know why I liked Scott Brocious? Because I liked watching him play baseball. Hmm. Tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, Jake puts his Bino belt on the line. The regular season has commenced. We will be celebrating the three teams that are getting promoted from the minor leagues. We will be having a moment of silence for the three teams that got re- are getting relegated from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And then we will be doing the Bino belt tournament. Eight teams. Winner gets the belt for the next two months. Bino and Blitzball, baby. It's the show. I love that I can just watch Zach all show.